0: You missed it live catch the on kaya
1: because you and I work in interesting spaces where perhaps we're not stuck and tied down to our desks but it involves interacting with people different clients and Absolutely. working in different locations uh, so hybrid work perhaps might be innate to the nature of the work that we do but what are we seeing overall in terms of the themes of hybrid work in South Africa
0: so the the main thing that came out of last, the first time we started measuring this was in Brand Map last year. So, you know, we came out of COVID and we were thinking there was so much talk about people saying, oh, no one's ever going to go back to the office and WeWork's going to shut down. And, you know, and we thought we'd, you know, try and get a measure on it. So we just put a simple question into our, into our research saying, what, what do you think you're going to be doing in the coming year? And it looked like last year we landed up with about 45% of people saying, I will work all day in the workplace. So uh, if you take 5% of the population out as sort of retired people and and the the student pops and stuff, you're pretty much looking at half the population said, I'm going to work in an office. And the other half was split, um, either splitting their time between work and office, about 40%, and then about 70% of people saying, I'm going to work all day from home, you know. So... The way I thought was fascinating, because we, we seem to sort of uncover this weird hidden truth, and I don't know how important it is, but I just think it's quite interesting, that about half of the taxpayer workforce can't ever work from home. You know, my joke is always, it's hell of a hard to mine platinum from your living room. Mm-hmm. Um, so, as you say, you, you know, we're different because… Yeah. You know, we're interacting with people, but we don't need an office. We don't need a – well, you need your studio, but once you're out of the studio, you know, you're free to roam and and engage – Um, Not everyone's that lucky, you
1: know. Yeah, I'm so glad you made that example. It's not easy to uh, mine platinum out of your Hmm. living room. So true. Uh, And I guess that also speaks to the nuances of different sectors, right? Maybe mining, manufacturing uh, versus financial services uh, and media and communications would be very different. And are we finding that not only have company policies, but even um, employee behavior been influenced as well by the type of work that's being done?
0: Yeah, I think that look. I mean, the, the 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 big split down the middle would be extending that theme. Remember that the middle class and up, or the taxpayer base, you've got an enormous number of people like teachers and hospital workers and medical people that sit inside of that. So they don't really have the choice. But when you look at the, the people who do have a choice, so I've got, I don't know about you, but uh, how many mates you've got in the the advertising business? Mm-hmm, but you know, a lot of my mates in advertising were really interesting with this because. Um, they all loved the idea of going home and Zooming. And then all of a sudden, like two years down the line, they started realizing it actually um, the think tank environment. You know, you, you, having a brainstorm is easy with a bunch of people, but I've got a friend who calls it a brain shower when you do it all by yourself. <laughs> um, you know, and I, and I think in the creative industries, that it's true. You know, it's like they've, they've had to find ways of getting people back together in order to do a better job. You know, not maybe not always, but certainly more of the time. Mm. So I think we're still in that process of trying to work out which industries are better suited to a hybrid environment um, and which aren't. So the and that that's why this particular piece of of um, data that we got this year is so interesting because yeah. year on year nothing has changed. You know, I really thought we were going to see a lot. I thought we'd see. People working in the workplace go from like 44% to maybe well over 50 But it hasn't. It's stayed pretty much the same. Right. So it feels like we're settling in, you know.
1: And it's intriguing because you also have data on the provincial mix, which I found rather interesting, right? Because following the pandemic, we also heard of uh, the the great migration uh, uh, where people were moving to coastal cities Mm. and looking to find that balance. And I'm keen to understand if that's still a feature or if Uh uh, provinces like Gauteng still happen to see and attract a lot of talent for work, but perhaps might be shifting how it is that they work in terms of hybrid or not.
0: So the... uh, Uh, there's data points that I can look at and then there's like good guesses that I can have. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the nature of of the work that we do. So the data points are are telling a story that in in a way is almost obvious. So if you look at the provinces where people are most likely to have to work all day in an office or factory, it's Simpomolanga, Limpopo and the Northern Cape. Mm -hmm. These are the highly industrialized um, you know, that's, this is the, the coal, coal belt nice, and the yes. and the mining belt, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not surprising in a way that those are the provinces where people are most likely to have to work all day. If you look at the provinces where people are most likely to be able to work all day from home, it's the Western Cape and Gauteng. Hmm. So, you know, the, I, I think the... Um, I, I've got a suspicion that we thought everything would change, you know, and as you say, that people would flock down to the coastal sort of sanctity. Yeah. But I don't, I don't really think that's happened, you know. I think what might have happened is that, is that we've, we've started shifting, the behaviour that I think is most interesting is how um, like a rush hour has changed, for example. And I, I think it's probably happened in Joburg as well. I lived down in the Cape and, and you know, we used to have two hours of mm. absolute nightmare um, you know, you were you were stuck in the traffic for two and a half hours. you
1: get to the office now nine, the, right? Yeah.
0: Absolutely. You know, now yeah. the, the, the morning rush hour is exactly the same as it always used to be. But the afternoon rush hour starts at about two o'clock and it keeps kind of going the whole afternoon. So you never get stuck in that three-hour traffic jam anymore. But there is traffic jammy on the roads for like four and a half hours. Yeah. And I think it's because there's a lot of, people, the, the 50% of people who can work from home, are, have just changed their behavior, right? Go into the office in the morning, work for a couple of hours, leave at lunchtime, work at home. Um,
1: it's so intriguing you mention this because I'm also assuming that these are people who want that flexibility in their life, uh, in sectors, as you say, that enable that, but obviously must also be within a certain position or, or income level where they can exercise that, that, that kind of flexibility. And I'm, I'm keen for us to go into the numbers if we can in terms of the average sure. income of some of these individuals who still prefer this hybrid model?
0: So the, so what we see is the, the logic, you're absolutely right, in that the logic behind it would say that people who are in higher positions in companies um, and people who are earning more because they are maybe in the financial services sector or, say, IT, you know, the whole, there's, there's clearly a lot of young people at the moment who are being employed in the IT sector who can happily work from home. You know, you you can be a network supervisor or a security analyst and, and happily work from your living room. Um but and, and those I think those are the people who you know, they're more likely. So so it's some of the patterns are obvious. What I think's kind of interesting is that is that now what when we go year on year, we see no change in behavior within those categories, right? In other words, the CEOs 30, 35% of them were saying I'm going to work all day from home and 35% of them, or 33% of them this year say I'm going to work all day from home. So even though the higher you are in the company you're more likely to be able to have that flexibility mm-hmm. the behavior hasn't changed year on year. It's kind of weird.
1: Very weird. I, I'm it's actually very interesting but i, I mm. guess what i'm keen to understand as well uh, brandon mm. is if there there might be other influences that we'll see in the market soon uh, and i guess you know more multinationals entering the south african environment if this might be unique to south african businesses versus um um multinationals who who are entering. multinationals, yeah and if it might also find itself you know like trying to spread towards different income levels and levels of of participation in the economy
0: well i guess that uh, again you know you, you you have to you have to put all of the um you got to put all the pieces on the board you know so the so the, the interesting thing is that the the lower down you go the more uh, hands on you you generally are i mean that's just a, i think a general rule of labor you know mm. so if you can imagine the more hands on you are the the more likely you are to be in sort of lower uh, income segments and those jobs out a necessity require you to, to be somewhere physically. So it's almost like there's a logical, there's a logic, I guess, that, that COVID is exposed to be true. Um, that the people who you would, who, you know, think of, think of my, of the, the, the platinum mining, uh, it, it's, it's a bit of a gag, but just extend that to everything from, you know, physical workers, cleaners, um, anybody working machinery, anybody working in a factory, so those jobs are—it's never really going to change, and I think that uh, same model extends globally. I, 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 there's no reason why it could—why it, why it couldn't, if you know what I mean. Mm.
1: No, I get you. And, and I guess uh, this is also uh, maybe part of a behavioral shift as well. And I ask this only because the thought crossed my mind around Gen Z. And we are seeing that millennials mm. and Gen Z, Gen Zs are new to the to the workforce at the moment. But I've also been very particular yeah. about wellness, flexibility, purpose, and the objectives that yeah. they'd like to achieve within the workplace versus baby boomers who, for them, work is work. Uh, you don't need to enjoy it or be passionate yeah. about it, but just be productive, right? Does that play an influence as well? <laughs>
0: yeah i think that's going to have a huge amount to do with the way our sort of workplace is shaped over the next decade mm-hmm. there's um there's no you know there, there, again there are these sort of memes and jokes about about Gen Z walking into job interviews and going yes. i'm terribly sorry you know i can't do a job that starts at 11 because i've got to go <laughs> to jump um True. and i i think they i think there's an element of truth in that you know um, so the the concept of hybrid work. Here, here's what I think is really interesting about it. I don't, I don't know if you if you if this will if this resonates with you, but um, I certainly found that Stuart and I, my business partner, worked in in a garage uh, office. We built a, 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 an office in his garage, and there was absolute freedom of movement for me. You know, so, and yet when COVID came and I and I started working from home, I started expressing my freedom in a slightly different way. You know, I started doing a lot more work late at night when my brain wakes up and going for a walk at midday. Um, And I think it's made me more productive. So if you're of that Gen Z sort of um, segment, and that's almost something that you've got used to now, I think you might feel like it's the way you get the best out of yourself. You know, so why would you want to twiddle your thumbs all day and check in and check out of an office when you can be more productive, be more creative um, and and be a better sort of uh, worker if you have total control over your environment? It's a really interesting um, sort of mindset.
1: Definitely shifted me as well. I must say, I I used to think I could work all hours of the day, which I can, but I'm typically more productive mm-hmm. after hours and and a night owl. Um, but yeah, I, this yeah. is interesting, Brandon, and I'm keen to see. I guess we'll we'll just have to monitor some of the trends to see if this does shift. Uh, and are we finding that this is in line with our global counterparts?
0: Yeah, look, the global things. I, I I've literally just come back from a, a trip to to um, Germany. My my wife is German, and and I I had a chance to. You no, know, sort of dip into a little bit of uh, what's happening in a town like a city like Berlin. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's exactly the same. You know, talking to everybody that I met, the, there are a lot of small to medium-sized businesses that, that close their offices down and they now have um, – they, they rent, they're renting space in, in co-working environments. But when you look at those places, once again, they are, a lot of them are in the tech industry. Um, you know, there are no factories that can do that. Wow, so okay. um, <laughs> it's definitely a new normal in a place like Berlin. Um, my friends in, uh, in Europe that, are, that I've spoken to, seem, it seems that um, outside of sort of the hardcore financial sector in a place like London, um, it, it feels like this is the new normal. Um, and as you say, it's going to be blooming interesting to see how this develops over the years. We're going to keep asking the question, mm. Um, and it'll be fascinating to see when the when the number drops you know below 50%.
1: 100%. Sure. Looking forward to it Brandon and really appreciate the time and uh, you know effort that it takes to actually f- put together these numbers and give us a clearer picture of what productivity and uh, working preferences look like in South Africa. Thank you again for your time sir.
0: If you missed it live catch the broadcast on Kaya 959.co.za.